0: Good morning. Today is Wednesday, September the 20th, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the third quarter of 2023. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called Ephesians, and today we're studying lesson number 13. The reading for today is called Shield, Helmet, and Sword. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for the blessings you continue to pour out on us every day. And Lord, we ask your Holy Spirit to be with us. We ask your Holy Spirit to be with us daily and this morning as we study this Bible study guide. In Jesus' name, amen. Now today's reading begins with a question. Here's a question. When and how should believers as combatants in the great controversy use the shield, the helmet, and the sword? When and how? So let's take a look. Ephesians 6 16 and 17 in all circumstances take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God so when and how should believers in uh, which are combatants in the great controversy use the shield the helmet and the sword it tells us That we can, with the shield of faith, extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one. And it also tells us immediately, take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So those three things are all together to be used to extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one. So one thing is very sure here. We, as Christians, will receive flaming darts of the evil one. Flaming darts of the evil one. And what should we do in a circumstance like that? What should we do? It says, use the shield, which is faith. So we use faith. We use the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. And the sword of the spirit is the word of God. And so we use the word of God. We use faith and the helmet of salvation. And we use that to extinguish the flaming darts of of the evil one. When we are attacked, when we are tempted, when we are attacked by the evil one, that is when we should be using the shield, the helmet, and the sword. Paul's shield is the large rectangular shield of a Roman legionnaire. legionnaire. Made with wood and covered with leather, its edges curved inward to guard against attacks from the side. When soaked in water, shields were able to quench fiery darts, extinguishing arrows dipped in pitch and set on fire. Paul's description of the shield of faith reflects the Old Testament use of the shield as a symbol of God who protects his people. To take up the shield of faith is to enter the cosmic battle with confidence in God who fights on behalf of believers, supplies the finest weaponry, and who ensures victory. At the same time, the Roman battle helmet was made of iron or bronze. To the bowl that protected the head were added a plate at the back to guard the neck, ear guards and brow ridge, and hinge plates to protect the cheeks. Given the essential protection the helmet provided, the helmet of salvation symbolizes the present salvation believers experience in solidarity with the resurrected ascended and exalted christ to put on the helmet of salvation means to reject the fear of spiritual powers so common in the time and instead to trust in the supreme power of christ the final item of armor is the sword of the spirit which is the word of god referring to the roman legionnaire's short two-edged sword, the usual battle tactic was to throw two javelins and then draw the sword and charge, thrust, uh, employing the short sword in thrusting motion. The believer's sword is the sword of the spirit in that it is supplied by the spirit, a weapon identified as the word of God. Paul steps forward as general and issues a call to arms, speaking prominently promises of hope and victory from the divine commander-in-chief. It is these promises issued in Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 20 that constitute the word of God as the lead weapon in the battle against evil. The word of God then refers to the broad promises of the gospel that we find in the Bible. Now we're done for the reading for today, and as we're done, we have a question. And here's the question. Even if we might not like so many military images, what should this imagery teach us about just how literal the great controversy really is and how serious we should take it? So these, these imageries help us to understand we are in a battle. We are not fighting flesh and, and, and bones. We're not flat fighting people. We're fighting this in this, in the spirit sense, we're, we're fighting uh, the evil one. We're fighting the, 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 the devils, the, the, Angels, the fallen angels that belong to Satan, we're falling, we're fighting all of those, but we're really involved in the battle as a fight that's taking place between God and Satan. And so there's this big fight in, in this in this in this um, universe, and we are a part of it. And this is a real, literal battle that is being fought. We don't see it. Because the people who are fighting for us are invisible. We don't see it, but we can be sure it is happening. And so Paul uses these military images to let us understand how important we are we are to this battle. And how important it is that we be aware of the battle that is happening all around us. And so we have only the weapons of God at our disposal that can be useful for us. Yes, we can go without any weapons whatsoever. We can decide to go and and, and, and not be uh, armed with the weapons that God provides for us. But that's like a suicide mission. If we want to be victorious, we have to use the weapons that God has given us to use. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the weapons that you've given us, your weapons, your uh, spiritual weapons to defeat the enemy. We ask you to help us to distrust ourselves and put our trust completely on you, to put our trust and depend on you with everything in our lives. We ask you, in fact, to run our lives, to, to lead our lives, to guide our lives in the direction that you want us to go. We ask you to please be with us the rest of this day. Take care of us, protect us from any harm, and keep us close to you. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with us this morning. I encourage you to join us again tomorrow morning as we continue to study this Bible study guide on Ephesians. Thank you, and God bless you.